McCulloch versus Maryland, 1819. These are the facts. In the early 1800s, the limits of our federal system had not yet been defined. Competition for political power between the state and federal governments was intense, and each side sought support for its position in the provisions of the Constitution. The United States Supreme Court was emerging as the final judge of the meaning of those provisions. But no case had brought the federal-state power struggle directly before it. When, in 1819, the Maryland legislature levied a tax on a bank created by Congress, and the Maryland High Court not only upheld that tax, but held that Congress had no power to create the bank, McCulloch, the bank manager, appealed to the Supreme Court. He insisted that he would not pay the tax, arguing that the states must bow to federal power. The state of Maryland asked the court to uphold the Maryland court decision, contending that state law was supreme. The issues raised were great, and the men who met in the court to debate and decide them matched that greatness. Daniel Webster and William Pinckney argued McCulloch's case. Martin, Hopkinson, and Jones, that of the state of Maryland. Chief Justice John Marshall dominated the court which sat in judgment. The argument of Daniel Webster, the attorney for McCulloch. May it please the court. The Constitution specifically grants Congress the power to raise taxes, to maintain an army, and to regulate commerce. All of these powers, as well as others set out in the Constitution, imply that Congress must carry on a multitude of financial affairs. In order to handle these affairs, Congress has established a national bank. It is true that no specific grant of that power exists, but the Constitution also gives Congress the power to enact all laws necessary and proper to the conduct of its business. A law is necessary and proper when it is appropriate to the ends which Congress hopes to achieve. The law creating the bank comes within that definition. Given the power of Congress to create a bank, to allow a state to tax it is to give the state the power of life or death over it. But the Constitution makes the laws of Congress supreme over the states. The states may not interfere with that supremacy. The argument of the attorney for the state of Maryland. May it please the court. Whatever powers Congress has are set forth in the Constitution. No power to create a bank is mentioned. Therefore, Congress has no such power. And it follows that only the state can create a bank. The power of Congress to enact necessary and proper laws is a limitation on Congress and restricts that body to passing only laws absolutely essential to its function. Every state has banks. These banks can handle all of the financial business of the federal government. Therefore, it is not essential that Congress establish its own banks. Assuming, however, that Congress may establish a bank, the state surely has the power to tax it the bank is property within the boundaries of the state. 
over all property within its boundaries, the state is sovereign. The power to tax being an essential part of sovereignty, the tax levied by Maryland against the bank is valid. The Opinion of the Court by Mr. Justice Marshall The first question is, has Congress power to incorporate a bank? We admit, as all must admit, that the powers of the government are limited and that its limits are not to be transcended. But a constitution, to contain an accurate detail of all the subdivisions of which its great powers will admit, and of all the means by which they may be carried into execution, would partake of the prolixity of a legal code. Its nature, therefore, requires that only its great outline should be marked, its important objects designated, and the minor ingredients which compose those objects be deduced from the nature of the objects themselves. In considering this question, then, we must never forget that it is a constitution we are expounding. The government is acknowledged by all to be one of enumerated powers, although among the enumerated powers we do not find the word bank or incorporate. We find the great powers to lay and collect taxes, to borrow money, to regulate commerce, to declare and conduct war. The sword and the purse, all the external relations, and no inconsiderable portion of the industry of the nation are entrusted to its government. We think the sound construction of the court must allow to the national legislature that discretion, with respect to the means by which the powers it confers are carried into execution, which will enable that body to perform the high duties assigned to it in the manner most beneficial to the people. Let the ends be legitimate. Let it be within the scope of the Constitution, and all means which are appropriate, which are plainly adapted to that end, which are not prohibited, but consistent with the letter and spirit of the Constitution, are constitutional. That a bank is a convenient, a useful and essential instrument in the prosecution of the government's fiscal operations is not now a subject of controversy. The existence of state banks can have no possible influence on the question. No trace is to be found in the Constitution of an intention to create a dependence of the government of the Union on those of the states for the execution of the great powers assigned to it. It is the unanimous opinion of this court that the act to incorporate the Bank of the United States is a law made in pursuance of the Constitution and is part of the supreme law of the land. We proceed to inquire whether the state of Maryland may, without violating the Constitution, tax a branch of that bank. The power to tax involves the power to destroy. The power to destroy may defeat and render useless the power to create. There is a plain repugnance, therefore, in conferring on one government a power to control the constitutional measures of another, which other is declared to be supreme. 
if we apply the principle for which the state of Maryland contends to the Constitution generally, we shall find it capable of arresting all the measures of the government and of prostrating it at the foot of the states. This was not intended by the American people. They did not design to make this government dependent on the states. The result is a conviction that the states have no power, by taxation or otherwise, to retard, impede, burden, or in any manner control the operations of the constitutional laws enacted by Congress to carry into execution the powers vested in the general government.